It was the summer of 1996. I was nine years old when I first saw the boy from across the street. Welcome back to another podcast episode. I'm your host, Tiff Marie. And today's topic is about crushes. So I remember sitting there looking at him and he came over and we were sitting on the porch and we just started talking. Isn't it beautiful when you're like a kid and you can just start a conversation randomly with anybody, any kid? It was so fun and easy to make friends back then. You just walk up to somebody and start talking. It was so organic and so lovely. And then we got older and it started to get really complicated with these crushes. But I would never forget him. Um, That was the first time I felt butterflies. And that's how I knew like, okay, I like this boy. And it was a summer, so there was no school. So he came over like every single day. We would ride bikes. Um, My mother and father bought me this basketball rim. And so after he had one too. But um, I had got one I wanted. I loved basketball when I was a kid. I absolutely loved basketball. And so he would come over and play with me. And it was like the real big, nice, portable one that we had. I believe we got it from, I don't want to say the wrong store, but it was like one of those stores in the sports section or whatever. And man, I really thought I was going to be a basketball player. I wanted to be Don Staley so bad. <laughs> I think I got that from like my brothers. They always played basketball. And so that's what we did as kids. We played outside and it, everything was just organic. It was so cool back in that day. The 90s were the best time. So question is, it is, is it normal to have a crush? Yes, it's very normal. Through Our experience as humans through all phases of our lives, we've had crushes from adolescent to, you know, elementary school and middle school and in high school. And even as grown adults, we all have had crushes or right now you're crushing on someone. I thought it would be very fun to do an episode like this because There's so much going on in the world today, so many serious things, and, you know, it takes away just the simple things of just liking somebody, just looking at someone and just like, mm, I like you. Like, you know, so that's why this episode is going to be a very fun, chilled, I have on my, what sweater is this? I have on, there's something on it. Life without God sucks. And my producer, he has on his hoodie with his sweatpants on and he's just chilling and vibing and I am too. So we're just in like our sweats and we're like so too super chilled and we're comfortable. So the thing is, how long does a crush last? Now, if you think back, some of you probably still have crushes on people that you don't even talk to anymore. But, you know... From what they say, a crush can last between three months to 36 months. It kind of all depends on the interaction that you have with your crush. Some crushes you've never met. Like, you've never met them. You see them, but you never actually met. Some you know, like, they're your homie, they're your friend. 
And then some, you know, you just kind of admired them from afar. And you're like, wow, like I love the way he or she carries themselves. And it's like that, that butterfly thing you get. Like I'm all into like the butterfly thing. Like I got to get butterflies. And some people say, oh my God, it's beyond butterflies. But the initial thing when you see somebody, it's like you kind of get that thing. Like I like them, whether it's butterflies or Whatever, whatever feeling you get. But me, it's the butterfly thing for me. And um, I feel like as an adult, I had cr- I had crushes and I kind of felt a little silly. Like, okay, I'm a grown woman. Like, should I have a crush? But it is totally fine to crush on someone. I mean, it's totally fine. Um, I was reading something where they said that Denzel Washington is like most women's crushes, like celebrity crushes. Yeah, it said that. Like he's like the forever crush, like Denzel, Uncle Denzel. And I guess um that's true, you know, for some women that, you know, have crushes on like celebrities or things like that. So having a crush is really rooted in fantasy. Like you tend to it tends to root into fantasy because you don't know the person and you can just like imagine like what that is. And it's like totally fine to do that. Um it's like, you know, like imagine like what it would be like to be with them or like date them or have them, you know, message you back or have them call your phone, look your way, you know, kind of give you that, that like, okay, I see you type thing. You're like, oh my God. <laughs> hey, look, it was this, um, this TikTok video I seen. It's like, it's like becoming very popular now where, okay. Uh, the guy or the girl like hits you up with a message like I'm outside or how was your day and you do like this full out scream like oh my god oh my god and then you reply back something like really shady but really you're like really excited I thought that was so funny because that's exactly what we do we play like those little games and things like that Okay, so later on in the show, I'm going to name five of my crushes. I was sitting back trying to think like who have I crushed on? And um these are back in the day crushes. I do not have feelings for none of these men anymore, but I'm just going to name them. It was really fun to go back in my mind and uh think about like the time and what I did. So I'm going to give you like a little bit of detail about um just like what happened and different things like that. Because it, it takes a lot for me um, to like someone. I just don't really like people like that. I just don't be like, oh my God. Like I know some of my friends, like every five minutes it's a new guy. They're like, oh my God, him, him, him. Not with me. Like I just, you know, you have to have like something really special. And when you have that, I'm like hooked. I'm like, oh God, there he goes. So, um have you think about it like think about like right now who you're crushing on like who has your attention like if they message you back or if they hit you up what would what would you do like what would be the reaction like would you run or would you step up to the plate like okay okay I see you like I'm here or would you tell them I think the most like scariest thing to me is telling the person you're crushing on like okay, like, really low-key, I've been, like, wanting you, liking you, like, to me, that's, like, oh, my God, that's, like, the the craziest thing, because I'm shy, and my best friend, my best friend uh, recently told me, you're not that shy, but, like, literally, I am, like, I'm really shy, and if I like a guy, 
I mean, I will let so many, so, so much time go by before I say anything. I'll just sit back and like admire, like, wow, I see the swag. <laughs> and I will not say anything. Okay, so there's like stages to 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 liking someone. So stage stage one is first interest. So the the feelings that accompany, you know, you, you know, that special attention. Like first you have to be interested in a person. Second is curiosity. A strong desire to get to know them. I think that's where we kind of like linger at. Is like, you know, like, ah, like your fantasy, I think, is brewed in that. Like, because you're like, okay, I want to get to know them. I want to know, like, what's their favorite things and what, what do they do? Okay. Compatibility. Similar interests. I think it's very important to to find out what your crush, like, likes. I mean, because you, you might find out that you and your crush have a lot in common. And... You know, what I don't like, though, I'm going to, like, say this. And our producer's looking at me. What I don't like is when dudes act like they don't like you, but low-key finding out little bit bit of pieces about you and asking certain things, and they like you, and they never tell you that. Honestly, for me, if I find out a man likes me and he's been gathering information on me as a friend, okay, this is how I operate. If If I think that we're friends... I'm a certain way with you. And if you like me, I'm a certain way with you. So if you're my friend, I may be open to you like, yeah, dude is fine. About another dude. Or I may say like, I like someone. Like we may freely talk. He may tell me who he likes. But if I know you like me, I'm definitely not going to tell you I'm liking other people because I don't want to put your feelings out there. I don't want that to be messy. And, you know, I feel like sometimes like, Sometimes people like to gather up information and be like, okay, I know this will irritate her because it, the guy did that. Like, don't do that. Like, if you like somebody, try your best not to try to, like, be to me. To me. This is just me. You're you're looking at me like, no. But for me, I don't like the, the, the disguised friend thing. Like, I think you're my friend, but really, you want to be my boo. Want to be my man. And then you're coming as a friend. Like, I'm going to always look at you as a friend. I'm not going to even think you know what I'm saying? Because I think all of us can tell when someone likes us. We can tell a little bit like, okay. And then sometimes some people have a way of throwing you so many mixed signals that you don't know what the heck's going on. You're like, okay, I don't even know. And I give up. <laughs> I give up. Okay. Evacuation. An intense or short-lived passion for someone or something. Like, so, evacuation is crazy because... Some people literally be infatuated with like Instagram pictures and Facebook pictures and uh, what you post and, you know, what you say. And they're just like caught up in the rapture is what I call it. And they don't really take time to really see the things about you that are deep. They're just like caught up in the infatuation. But infatuation phase is nice. I've been in a lot of those where you're like, who? You're just like caught up. You're like, man, this person is just dope and with me I'm an Aries and so my my uh it don't be short-lived with me I kind of stay on somebody for a minute <laughs> okay so here's the thing that that I believe my producer was talking about you finally get your crush's attention right whether they reached out to you or you reached out to them so really like basically I think some people should just stay a crush I think moving sometimes from crush to a potential mate or prospect 
can be very, very dangerous depending on the person. Because in our minds, when we're crushing, we really have this false image of who this person is. Like, we just think, like, he is just amazing. Everything he posts is gold. Oh, man, she's so beautiful. And she doesn't have any flaws. Like, she doesn't gain weight. No, heavens no, no. Her weight doesn't fluctuate. Um, you know, she could meet you on a on a bad day where, you know, she's like, got water weight on her and her Instagram pictures show that she's a little more smaller, but you caught her on the wrong month. She's a little extra chunky or, you know, he's just, you know, not really that talkative as he was during text and in person. He's dry. I mean, so I, I feel like some people should just stay a crush. Like, let's just stay over here with, with the crushing because over here is where I find comfort and safety at with you. I look at you like, okay, that's, you know, you're the crush and I like that. So when it moves to crush to actually linking and talking. Now I've I've linked with a few crushes and been very disappointed. Um like I said, in your mind you are like this person is the bomb and then you sit down with them and you're like who is this? This Hannibal or <laughs> Who is this person? I don't know who this person is. And they're just everything that you just did not expect. Like, it's just like a total, a total just like, oh, man. And you just would have wished that they would have just stayed the in your mind, like, just to stay the potential crush like I had in my head built up about you. And now that we've linked, I am highly disappointed. So do you think, guys, that some people should just stay in your fantasies and never you never pursue. Just when I look at your page, when I look at you, whatever, I want to remember that. And I don't want to pursue. Because I wonder if like that person, you move on that crush. And like I said, it just be, it's a total disappointment. You're like, oops. And some, for some people, it's like a total regret. Like they just really are like, dang, I wish I would have never said nothing. You're completely crazy. Or you come with so much drama. It's just like, what the hell? Like, you definitely are not what I thought you were. You know what's funny? I feel like some people need a little bit of water. I feel like some people marry. Um, I feel like some people marry their crushes. And after they marry them, I'm talking about like if you've never, like in, in the church world, the rules are. In the church world that, you know, you don't live together first and you definitely don't have sex. So a lot of young people in the church get married and they've never lived together or never had sex. They've only hung out. So they only seen each other in the light of day, as you would say. They've never, you know, done anything. And so when they finally move together and start to really cohabitate, I hope I'm saying that right. They're like, what is this? It's just not what they thought. And a lot of my friends have dealt with that where it's just like, who is this person? Who is she? Who is this man? Who is this woman? It's, just, it's not clicking. The vibes are just not there. And they're disappointed. So let me ask you a question, audience. Should you, and this is just for like those that go to like church. Or what, do you, what do you think about that? I'm just going to say that part. What do you think? Do you think that when you get with someone, should you move with them and get to know them before marriage or should you go blindly into it 
and get and get married without living or having sex? Or do you think that you should wait until marriage to have sex and wait to live? Let me know what you think. Because a lot of you have been so good. Our last episode was talk about sex. A lot of you hit me up really fast. Uh, a lot of you were disappointed too in the episode. You thought we was going to get nasty, nasty with it. And we did not get nasty with it. It was more of an informative episode for you to think about um, the decisions that you, excuse me, that you make with having sex. Like, uh, I feel like that people just don't think nowadays. There's just so much going on that you should be very, very careful, but we're not going to get into that. All right. So should you do research on your crush? Should you Google your crush? If you could Google your crush, should you stalk their social media? Should you see who their mutual friends are? How much is too much research on your crush? Do you gather up information and intel? And like, okay. So if they ever step to me, I know exactly that. Like everyone on social media knows I love tacos. You don't have to look very far to see that. So if someone has a crush on me, they know for a fact that if you take me to a Mexican restaurant, I'm not going to be disappointed. Like that's just something that's out there. That's not secretive. But how much information should you do? Should you do research? Should you just go in blindly? Like, I don't know. And I don't want to know. I just want to get to know you like right then. All right. So, um, guess what I did? I told you what I did too. You guys, I went to Starbucks a few days ago and I, everyone that knows me knows that I'm a Starbucks girl and Starbucks has my heart. That and Target. It's just those two are just, we're in a relationship together and I'm fine and I'm happy. And, and, you know, that's just what it is. But I went to Starbucks and all my friends were telling me, you have to get the matcha tea. And every time I would go to Starbucks, I would always skip it. I would never get it. And I was like, oh, I'll get, you know, my usual or whatever. But at this moment, I don't have a usual now because every time I go to Starbucks, I just get whatever I'm feeling. So if I'm feeling like a strawberry refresher or whatever... You know, I'll get that over. I'm feeling like an iced coffee. I'll get that. So I don't really have something that I just kind of get all the time. Back in the day, it was always caramel macchiato. No, it was caramel macchiato and caramel frappuccino. Those are my two. I never ventured out. But the past couple years, I've been getting anything I want to get. And I just get it. But anyway, I got the matcha tea latte. When I tell you it will change your life, it will change your life. My friends were telling me, get the matcha. Get the matcha tea latte. And I got it iced. Whew. Now, when I put it on Facebook, um, some of my cousins replied and told me I should get it um, hot. And my cousin um, said, get it hot with uh, four pumps of vanilla. So when I go back, I'm going to get a hot and a cold one. And I'm going to get four pumps of vanilla. <laughs> four pumps of vanilla. And I'm going to get that hot and I'm going to get the regular ice. And with oat milk. Now, I wonder how it tastes with almond milk. I'm just curious. I just wanted to throw it out there. This week, when you're out and about, get you a matcha tea latte. Let, let me know how you feel. It, it, it changed my taste buds. All right. So, going to get into my crushes. All right. I was very... I'm. Let me tell you something. I was very, very selective with this because everybody should not be mentioned and I did not want to put people on blast and I'm not that kind of girl and I'm not that type of person I'm a very private woman so 
I'm not that type of person. All right. First, going back to nine-year-old crush. Um, his name was Reese. Um, and I mean, what can you say? I was like my first crush. I mean, it was like the first time I ever like liked someone. I was nine years old. And my mom told me that we, we had been moved on the block some years ago, but like, like my mom didn't let me go outside that much, like literally, like <laughs> so I can remember like maybe age seven and I think that's when I started remembering, like maybe age six, seven, and eight, and nine's where I kind of started remembering things. So that was like my first house for me that I had got friends. So that was my first time having friends, and it was like a lot of little kids on the block. So that was my first time. So he was my first crush. I mean, man, oof. So go to my um second crush. Now this I had no crushes like in like school. Like um it was one person, but you know, but I'm talking about like, you know, I thought he was cute. But anyway, my older crush, I think I was about, we're gonna skip past all that. I was like maybe um I was like maybe like I'm gonna say twenty. This guy name was PK. PK was like six. <laughs> PK was like six, I'm gonna say six four. Real linky guy. Oh my god, y'all. When I saw him, I was oh my god, I love like sk- like skinny dudes. Like I mm-hmm. He was like tall, linky, and brown skinned and had the swag. He had some brush waves and he was just different. Real cutie pie. And immediately, like I remember I was walking down the hallway. I worked in the plaza and I had a store in the plaza. And I remember I walked to get some potato chips. And then when I came back, it was a mutual uh, person that had a business in the plaza. And I walked in to say hi to her. He was sitting there and he stood right up and introduced himself. And I was like, oh my God. Like I immediately was like, sheesh. You know, I thought he was like, you know, tall dudes. Like me, I used to like really, really love like tall dudes. I'm 5'3", so... I used to date dudes that were like six five and six six. I don't know. I just like the height. I've since changed. It doesn't matter. But back then, it's like it had to be like over six two. Man, immediately, immediately, <laughs> crushed. Like I was like, oh my god, and he knew it. He knew it. And so we never became a couple, but we hung tough. Like we, we hung so tough. And um, yeah. All right. So um. Around that time, it was another guy. His name was Chris A. That's what I'm going to call him. And um, he was much older than me. I I had to be, I was in my early 20s and he had to be like, because I'm like, I'm not going to give my age. Okay, so he's like, he has to be like maybe, maybe 12 years older than me, I think, or, or, or older. I'm not sure, but he was definitely older than me. He was my friend's cousin. He is my friend's cousin and... He used to come up from New York City to come to um, Michigan. And so he would come up all the time. And the first time I saw him, I mean, light-skinned. He had like green or what was it, green? Like, hey, I don't know. I don't remember. But he had these real pretty eyes. It was like dark-featured guy. And man, like literally, I'm like, oh my God. It was the first time my friends geeked me up, y'all. They said, you know what? Tell Chris how you feel. And I'm like, no, I'm I'm not gonna tell Chris how I feel. So I was I had some some I had some guts that day, guys. I went, you know, we all were like hanging. And he was like over there on the other side, and I was like, Can I talk to you for a minute? He was like, Sure, what's up, Tiff? And everybody always called me Tiff. And so I was like, I like you. 
I've never in my life said it like that. I was bold, you guys. I went over there with power. Do you know he tapped my head and said, you're a kid. I can't date you. You're tip tip. What? Y'all, my face. I'm like, what? I was like, what What are you talking about? I was like, I'm grown. He was like, yeah, you are grown. Yeah, I give you that. He was like, but I'm I'm older than you. And uh-uh. And I'm like, no, no. <laughs> I was like so hurt. I'm like, you don't like me? He's like, oh, no, you're cute. You're cute. He's like, no, but you're a kid to me. He's like, no, you're a kid. But man, y'all, I walked away. I was like, okay. I was like, pouty face. And I walked away to my friends like, see, this is why I don't say anything. Look, he didn't even like me. They're like, oh, at least you said something. I'm like, no. I was like so scared to even like say anything to him after like when he came back up like, you know, months later. But he was so chilled and cool. He was okay. All right, Marcus. Now, Marcus was a minister. And Marcus went to this really big church in Michigan. I won't say what church it was. And Marcus was uh, brown skin, like hazel, pretty eyes and stayed to himself. And I was bold with Marcus too. And I've never really been that way. Yeah, I was in my early 20s and I just, you know, I kind of saw him staring at me a lot. And I was like staring at him too. And I thought he was like really handsome. The first thing I saw Marcus was how beautiful his face was. He was a handsome guy. And we just started vibing and crush like... We got each other's numbers and um, it was really nice. Like he was just really cute, <laughs> really cute, really nice. All right. Last one I'm going to name David Jameson. Now I met David Jameson at church too, but it was out of town. And um, I just like David was another one, just really huge and tall. I think David's like six, six or something. Immedi- immediately, immediately, I'm like, crush like mm, like watching loving what I'm seeing liking and it's and that, and that's why I said like it's so good to have it because it's like a part of life like seeing someone you like it's like you know it's almost like a good gumbo it's like that's the flavor of life like do you know people always be like oh that's kiddish like no 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 when you see someone and you like them that's that's a good thing don't want to lose those type of emotions you know because it's real and um, I really like David. Actually, David and um, David Jameson and I are still close to this. That's the only person on the list that I still frequently uh, talk to. But of course, the crush is gone. <laughs> but um, man, I crushed on him for a long, long time. He just was like everything. And actually, David liked me back, and we did like have like a little, uh, like a little fake boyfriend and girlfriend thing. But it was it was really nice and. Um, fine I mean fine and so (laughs) but like I was saying like it's totally healthy and normal to have these emotions and feelings for people um because it's just good and it's so funny because uh, a lot of people like uh let me talk about this before we close out real quick um the thing with the um my brother had mentioned this in the episode all in the family about the pursuit of a woman like uh the chase has to be mutual and what he meant by that was if you like a woman and she likes you and you both are vibing off each other then it's like really cool to um really you know you see his potential there 
But with a crush, it's like you're just sitting back admiring. Like you don't really know if it's a go or if it's a no. Like you do not know. And it takes like a lot of guts to tell someone like, hey, I like you. And the art of it is to me is just so beautiful and I love it. I feel like the chase should be mutual. But I also feel like the chase should be done like with like wisdom because we all like let's just be honest you're we're both strangers liking each other so I think with that you have to kind of like just be on some chill stuff and let stuff kind of like just happen and don't be so rushy 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 and um (laughs) I was talking to my producer and I said what is this thing that guys are doing now they're saying I want to get to know you I just like that makes me feel kind of like huh like somebody else may be like Tiffany you're overreacting but here's my thing if we're gonna get to know each other it's gonna be organic it's gonna happen gradually you want me to throw in in one day is how I feel when people say that everything and then see I've done that in the past I've I've like okay you want to get to know me what you want to know and then the person and I are exchanging like information like where you from what you do What's your favorite this, favorite that? And then they go ghost or I don't hear from them. And it's like, honestly, that's exhausting. It's exhausting. So it kind of just makes dating and crushing kind of like, ugh. you know, because um, my friend was telling me this short story and I'm going to go ahead and tell it really, really quick and let it go. So she had been following this guy and she told me I can tell it. So don't worry. She had been following this guy on IG and for, for some years, I mean, she loving his content. He's smart, educated, just mm, looks good. So she was liking pictures and watching the stories and all of that good stuff that you do when you kind of like trying to see what you're trying to see. And then he finally like slid in her DM and was like, so what's going on, beautiful? Just like that. Child, you would have thought it was an earthquake. She called me. When she tell, she texted me and was like, Tiffany. You know, when you get those texts and like everything's uncapped, you know what's up. When I when I text my best friend, I text her full name like I did today. That means, hey, something up. I text her her full name twice. She called me. Because <laughs> I'm like, girl, let me tell you what just happened. So she texts me full caps like, Tiffany. And I'm like, what? And she like, girl, he in my, he DM me. And I'm like, okay, bereave. Like this stuff really happens. And so she's like, oh my God, oh my God. So they're like talking for like weeks, turn it to a month. And he's like, okay, let's have a date. This dude plans the date. And she's like, girl, he, we going here. And I'm like, yes, keep me posted. Let me know. Let me know. So they went on a date. And so everything went cool. They went out, and then, you know, a couple days later, they talked about date was really nice, whatever. Then, (laughs) she ends up, I'm trying trying to see how I'm going to put this part where I was sounding so graphic. Ends up, um, he asked her, like, come over. Come on and go with me. And that's my jam, I love Teddy P. And, um, she went over to his place, and dude just... Opens the door with no clothes on. But naked. Now she was coming over for a movie and some food. That's what he said. She's like, what the hell? 
is happening? Dude is naked. Dude is naked. So she, you know, me, I would have just walked away like, mm, nope, you on something else. She, because she's my friend, stands there like, why are you naked? And he like, cuz. So she's like, are you going to put some clothes on? And he's like, no. So he's like, it's just totally different. She's like, oh, crap. So she leaves. So he sends her this long text, like, basically saying that I'm real grown and blah, 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 blah. And she's like, yeah, we're grown. That's cool. But you invited me over for like a movie and, and some food. Sex was never in the description of coming over. So then, you know, he went on to just say all kind of crazy things. So anyway, so she's been crushing on this dude forever, you guys. And that is was the end result of that. Of course, she deleted him and he deleted her or whatever. And she was like really crushed because like in her mind, and I was talking about this earlier, she had built up this thing that he was just this type of guy. And even though that doesn't define a person but it definitely is a shock to your head where you're like, I come over for a movie and then you want some sex, which, you know, like he told her, we're all grown. Like, that's all cool, but that's not what we discussed. We haven't even got to that level. We never even talked about sex from what she told me. They had just started going out, so sex wasn't even brought up. And it's crazy because, like, she, I remember her talking about this guy so much and how fine he was. And he was very, very attractive. And everything like that and then for him to be a disappointment so i want you guys to dm me inbox me and tell me about disappointment crushes you had out of my list i'm gonna say the most disappointing crush would have to be hmm i gotta be careful with this one and when i say disappointing it just means that i just really like them and I just really thought they were going to make me their girlfriend. I'm going to have to say Chris and PK. Like, I just really thought that I was going to, like, be their girlfriend. And I was, like, loving and liking them. And it just didn't happen. I would say more PK than Chris because Chris came up from New York all the time. But PK, I just really thought. I saw PK every day. So I just really thought that me and PK was about to be just, like, I was crushing and everything. Like, songs in my head and all that stuff like that. And so it didn't work out or whatever. He liked me, though. But not enough. And I and, and, ooh, and that too, before I close, like you have to like know, I was talking to my producer today. You have to know like when someone just doesn't like you enough. And uh, sometimes like people start off like really liking you and then they meet you or whatever. And they just be like, no, I'm good. And it kind of stains a little bit because you're like, well, dang, I really liked you. Start liking you back. And then you, you go ghost or... Do that weird thing, you know, and then it's like, oh, my man. Anyway, be safe, you guys. Um, We wanted to do a really funny episode and talk about crushes. Um, We all have them. Um, a lot of you, you know, maybe crushing on somebody right now. You want to get their attention. I would say have fun. Don't don't get so serious with it where, you know, it's affecting you and you're crying and you're, it do be messed up though when you're crushing a relationship. You're like, dang, would y'all break up? <laughs> would you let him free? Would you set her free, please? It'd be, you know, you want that to happen. Don't lie. But anyway, just have fun with it. Enjoy the, the feeling of being a human, you know, enjoy the feeling of just like blushing, smiling. Enjoy that. It's, it's life. Life is already hard enough. And it's a beautiful thing when you have a crush.
have someone that you admire, someone that when you look at them, you're like, mm, 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 God took his time with you. And so <laughs> that, that's what's up today. I hope you have a beautiful evening. Um, hope you have a fly and blessed and vibe the whole rest of the week. Uh, I think I'm going to be in a sweater and sweats for the rest of the week and probably the weekend because that's just how your girl is feeling. I'm just feeling like that. So until next time, take care of yourself and go get some Starbucks. Peace. Hi, you guys. And we're back for another podcast. Today is Sunday. All in the Family Part 2. And I have my mom here. Yes, I'm here. I have Lawrence here. I'm here. And I have Anthony here. In the building. And you guys, we just got through laughing so much. And oh, we're gosh. like, the voices is all choked up. Oh, my God. And we're just trying to come down from that there. So my I wanted to just like open up and talk about uh, the legendary Sidney Poitier um, and just his uh, <clears throat> his legacy and contribute to black people. So what, uh, anybody want to start off with talking about Sidney Poitier? I, I, I don't know. I think, well, he, I think <laughs> he made waves, waves for black culture, uh, mm-hmm. not only in his industry, but throughout society and other areas as well. Yeah. Seeing a role model so much, seeing a trailblazer to make the trails that he made is is remarkable. And and you know, we all have a time to aspire, but you always hate seeing the legends uh leave the earth. Mm-hmm. Oh yes, yes. Absolutely. Sidney <clears throat> I I really enjoyed his um <clears throat> his movies. Yeah. And, um and throughout the years. And uh, we just uh, sad that he had to leave us, but he left. He left a lot behind, a lot of memories, a lot of good movies. Yeah. And you know, our prayers continue to go out for the family. I I think like my my favorite movie. I and I haven't like watched all his movies, so that's like mm-hmm. my mission is to watch a lot more of his movies. Right. But I always like yeah. when he spoke or. If, like, Tyler Perry had him on anything, I would always, like, cut, cut the TV on. I got to see right, it. Right, right. he always spoke so well. Mm-hmm. And from what everybody was uh, mentioning, different celebrities on social media, just how graceful he was and how he always had such a kind, kind words and different things to say. And then I like this memory that Tyler Perry put up that he flew um, <clears throat> Sydney and Cicely Tyson to South Africa with him and how they were there. And he said he just sat at their feet and learned, you know, different little things. Just like listen to them just tell stories. That's one thing yes. I love about people that are older is that the stories that they have, oh, like yes. the different things yes. that they really? like uh, been through. And then you're like, oh, oh man, just to see that. And then <clears throat> being a black man in Hollywood and going through, I know he faced racism. And then like he broke the glass ceiling for so many male black actors and then in general, just black people in general to yeah. be able to be a leading man. What's that movie that we just saw that I like? They called me Mr. Tibbs. They called me Mr. Tibbs. I love that. And I also, in the heat of the night, his name was Mr. Tibbs. Yeah. That was the first time I heard them his, him say his name. Yeah. They called me Mr. Tibbs. So, oh, those movies were great. Pretty yeah. Movies. Definitely a legend. Yes. Legend. legend. Yes. <clears throat> yes. So, with the with the uh, death of Sidney Poitier, it made me <clears throat> Google him and, and try to see if I can learn some different things about it's like <clears throat> I didn't already know. Right. So I didn't know that he faced uh, backlash from some of his 
earlier roles as um because he played roles of a black man as a doctor, different stuff like that, which mm-hmm. black actors in Hollywood had never had the opportunity to play those types of roles. Wow. But he faced <clears throat> some criticism of um not having um love a black love interest in his roles. Mm-hmm. And it just goes to show you that even the legends and the trailblazers <clears throat> that they that um sometimes in their midst of trying to bring up their people that their own people will still have some criticism. Um, right. And this was yes. criticism from 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 his own people. I'm yes. not talking about um Wow other parts of society, his own right. people. Yeah. One of my favorite things when I think about him was an interview where he was actually interviewing Jamie Foxx. Oh wow. And just the um wow. just the game he was trying to give Jamie Foxx and it wasn't really too much about um acting, it was just about life. So mm-hmm. Mr. Wow. Mr. Portier, yes, King yeah. has been called home. Yeah, mission yeah. accomplished. Yes, that's how I look at it, like that, and that's how you want to be to me. Like when you finally make your transition, you want to leave some type of mark that other people can be inspired by. Some people leave and it's like nothing. Yes, you didn't do anything. You didn't, yeah. you know, you kept up a bunch of mess <laughs> you know you yeah. didn't you know you you gone and people are like oh okay <clears throat> yeah, nothing to not, not to be right. missed and then you know like him growing up and just all the different things that i was reading about just his life whatever just like he grew up in poverty and you know he grew up in uh, the bahamas as well and you know, coming to um miami and then coming to new york and different things like yes. that mm-hmm. another person too that's very interesting is maya angelou but I'm getting her. That's my favorite poet. I know. Ever since you was a little girl. I love her. Maya I love Angelou, her. Uh, was your, your uh, my girl. Poet. My girl. Yes. So yes. we had to do a part two because we couldn't fit everything into part one. Yes. And um, we ended up getting a breakout star with the podcast. Who was it? Who was that? Mom. You. Uh, everybody uh, that... Uh, uh, Mom, Boona's mommy. The <laughs> 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 California Boona's mama. He says. <laughs> That's our little family joke. He we got says, all. We got a lot of little family things. He that we says, just break out and say stuff <laughs> from, say? from the movie. <laughs> I can't even remember. What. She. He says that he's waiting. <laughs> okay, but everybody like inboxed me and called me and told me. That mom was complete joy of the podcast, so that's oh, why I said that she's a so breakout funny. star of the podcast because everybody oh was like, "Mom was on level 20. and, and that, um, I, was, I wasn't acting either. I'm, that's just who I am. No, that's just, she's always fired up like that. Yeah, yeah I'm just, a quiet person though, and, but I they looking at me crazy. No, no, don't nobody believe that. I'm quiet, but um, <laughs> will you get me in a setting? With these three human beings that God allowed me to have in, have, uh, in my life, <laughs> we get together and we just be, we chat it up. We be laughing like right before the podcast. My stomach hurt so bad. We laughed yeah. so hard. I mean, yeah. <laughs> truly, we were laughing. I was crying, tears. And, and the one that's making us laugh is over there quiet. He's so quiet. Nothing. He had us laughing. And we couldn't even start the podcast because we were like almost rolling on the floor <laughs> cr- laughing. And, and that's why when I get around them, I'm all amped up and geeked up. And we have so many topics that we talk about. 
And um, wow. I wish I could have just heard it. I mean, it was awesome. Yeah. And I know yeah. I gotta tell you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Lawrence yeah. and Lawrence yeah. is yeah, yeah, yeah. They was laughing at me the whole time. Right, we all have a we turn. Always, time. We always pick one and roast that one. I'm like, it'd be so, it be in good, good, good humor though. No, it's not. Help me. <laughs> I want to come to another family. You like looking for somebody? I know how to cook. I know how to clean. You know. Yeah, and the one that's quiet is the one that's the funniest. Yeah. Everybody think I'm funny? Nah. Nah. We all could not. I mean, it was well, it was so funny. But yeah, laughter is good for the soul, so my soul is pretty good. Yeah, she's pretty quiet, right? We're about eight yeah, minutes in, I think. Okay, I'm sure. heard her voice on each one of the eight minutes. Yeah, but she's quiet. But okay, you know. I, I, I'm but not, I explained that, though. Anything. I explained why. Anything. Today is my day to be the butt of the joke, so I'm just going to say You just take, take your it. role. <laughs> my best friend said, oh, Lord, I forgot what she said. No, she said, she's like, oh, my God, Mom is... Something I forgot what she said. I'm sorry, I forgot that. <laughs> I've noticed that hilarious, spontaneous. I noticed the older I get, I don't like the fact that I forget. You're stuff. gonna be all right. You're gonna be all right. Okay, so I saw y'all questions, and um, I th- a lot of y'all questions. Now y'all know dang well that I'm not gonna ask or answer them questions. Why y'all be asking some of them questions like that? I just be wondering. Is it is it a thing because you guys never seen like you like I think I don't know what it is about the internet and like people just send messages and type, but like do you guys think like I'm really going to answer some of these questions? That y'all <laughs> give an example. I can't give an example. Like it's just it's some of these questions. I'm like y'all. No, I never asked. Like that. I would never answer these, especially on right. on air. Right. Wink, wink. <laughs> okay, so I'm going to get to some of them. All right, so this question was for, we'll just start with, this question was for Anthony when he made the, um, when he said, what you say, what you said about, said about the, the guy, let me, let me, the guy wanted to know how, a guy wants to know, how do you achieve what you were talking about with having your name on, um, uh, $100,000 Yeah, he wanted to know, like, how do you achieve that? He's a young guy, too. <clears throat> well, that's the minimum. Because we live in the best economy on earth, right, which is America. Mm-hmm. So the, it's a lot of opportunity. Mm-hmm. The thing is, we have to start. You know, we can't, the thing is, it's not settling, right? So the minimum of $100,000 to different places, that's a real achievable goal. But you have to start somewhere, right? So... The thing is, is to get started. Whatever that you're, whatever you're passionate about, whatever you yeah. love, go towards it, yeah. and the success will be there. Mm-hmm. But you have to strive, sacrifice, and make it. And and in me saying that, I said, be on your grind. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Until you can do that, grind. You know, yeah. in whatever field you're in, whatever you're trying to do, find your niche, and yeah. just and, and make it happen. And know until you get to that place where you can wake up and sign your name in two different places for a hundred thousand dollars a piece like one place a hundred thousand another place a hundred thousand mm-hmm. that's the minimum until then grind in, in whatever you're passionate about yeah right okay we, we live in america which is the greatest economy on, on earth so it's, it's very possible yeah right i agree i think that's a good a good way to answer that too because um, someone told me if you don't love what you do, 
you wasting your time basically. Right. So if you love what you do, right. you will succeed. And if you don't love it, yeah. you will just give it up and go Absolutely. from thing to thing until you find what you're good at. Yeah. And mostly, mm-hmm. most people, when they find what they're good at, they're always successful in it. Absolutely. And it's not about the money. It's yeah. Just the, it's just the principle of things. Yeah. This is the principle of living in America. We live in the, the mm-hmm. like I said, the best economy on earth. Right. So it's just the principle of going out making that happen. Mm-hmm. Never about the money. It's just about the principle. Yeah. Because you love what you do, you, you do it, and you're like, okay, I'm doing this, and this is my... This is my passion. Okay. Right. So I'm going to try to get these questions out the way because I don't want nobody to say, you didn't answer our questions. You know, questions. Okay. This one is for Lawrence. This one was so funny to me. Mm-hmm. This guy wanted to know, since Lawrence had like the uh, good little feedback about, what was it we talking about? Dating or something I said. He wants to know, how do you approach a woman? He's a young dude, so go ahead. <laughs> Very funny that you asked me that since <laughs> for a long time I had no idea how to approach a woman. So you're <clears> asking somebody who's probably, I probably was in your in your shoes years ago. One thing that I figured out is that you definitely have to be yourself, whoever that may be, and you have to know yourself too. Mm-hmm. So if you're not cool, don't try to act cool. <laughs> If right. you laid back, right. you can still be laid back, but mm-hmm. you do have to speak up for yourself and know how to to talk. Yeah. Um, if it's somebody that you work with that you get to observe, you want to try to observe what she what she does, what she likes. So when you approach her, you have something to say and yeah. that she will have a um um interest in. Mm-hmm. So you can do that when you approach somebody you don't know. You need to stick to um, what you're comfortable with. How do you, how do you talk? Like right. I said, if you're not a cool person that can come up and say something cool to I make somebody cool laugh, <laughs> then don't try it. <laughs> then don't try it at all. Right, right. Um, just be comfortable with just saying hello. Hello. Just say hey. Right. <laughs> you know, and just talk about whatever's, um, you know, like if you're in the grocery store, you can talk about something in the grocery store if you... Out the apples on Al Seven. You know wherever you at. You know where the bread is. <laughs> no, don't, no, don't do that. She gonna think okay. you stupid. So you look up. You say, right. No, don't do that. I don't work seven. here. She, no, she just say I don't work here. What are you? Right. Don't, that's what I would say. I don't. don't I don't do work that. here. Like I have on a. Right, that's that. perfect. You can talk about the product. Like she has a product in her. But oh, I like that or something. I like, like the that. risotto you have. Oh yeah, you really like it. Yeah. What do you like? But I would say the best advice to keep it to keep it simple is just be confident in who you are. If you are confident in who you are, you can talk to any woman you want. Sometimes I think as men we kind of overthink, and we be thinking that women are not interested in us. That's our own insecurities. So get rid of your own insecurities (laughs) and speak to any woman that you're approaching with confidence. I like that. That's good. Mm-hmm. Of course it's good. I said it. Oh. That's right. <laughs> trying to stand up for that's yourself. That's confidence. That's confidence. That's just showing you confidence. That's confidence. But that's, that's true, but that though. That's so true. I mean, that is true. If I'm like in a grocery store and the guy says, you know, where's the apples? I am going to say, over there. Like, I'm going to be like, dummy. Like, <laughs> I am going to think that. So produce section. Produce section. Like, dude, yeah. you know. But me, this is what I would do. I would take him to the apples. <laughs> Mama started playing. These honey crisps, these gala apples. I would help them. 
I'm telling you, for years, that happened apples. to be the... I like the honey fish because they eat a little sweeter than the gala apples. And, and are you eating them or you so juicing them? Right. Oh, my God. you juicing them, then you want to get this oh one. But if you eat them, you want to get this one. We understand, man. And the guy turned around and like, right. oh, thank you. Like... This, no, I'm telling you, for years that happened to me. Every I time I would go in the really store. Apple cider, really. <laughs> <laughs> that happened to me for oh years, though. Everybody would always come to me, and I have on uh, uh, regular clothes, like a, I'm shopping. Civilian. Ma'am, civilian clothes. <laughs> I was going to say. Civilian clothes. your secret eye, private eye clothes on. And people would always ask me, ma'am, do you know where stuff is? And I said, well, ma'am, excuse me, ma'am. So I go to though, but I would take the guy with the apples thing right over here. Thank you, ma'am, and I'd be like, okay, you're welcome. He you probably know. was trying to get your number, man. Yeah, I, I messed it up. You had no ring on. I, I messed it up. So yeah. you missed that on. It could have been someone. I probably did on purpose. He did find apples. He did find apples. That's what he told me. His name probably was Earl. He said he wanted the apples. He didn't say he came for uh, for. He's uh, trying to start a conversation. <laughs> probably pull up in a nice little new caddy. Take mama I, to I the show. Yeah, have y'all, do y'all have moms that are single? Because our mom is single. She's like her 60s. And I'm going to be real with you. I cannot picture Earl, Levi, what's some old guys' names? No, Chuck, me either. Coming over and talking about, yeah, I'm here, I'm here to pick Jean. up your mom. Yo, yeah, Gene. I'm here to pick up your mom. I'm right with Michael. I'm right with you. We're talking about that. About a honey keys on the screen. Hey, you walking here, a bunch of keys, that means he's important. He's trying to open a lot of lives. Open up a lot of stuff. I'm there for you, man. You can get out here. Say yeah. it. No, I'm, I'm going good. out there with Earl. You had a joke. Say no, it. No, it wasn't a joke about keys. I just had no thought about keys. <laughs> but I don't think that me, I could like really like see my mom like go on a date. Like and then we right, have like like too. dinners and everything. You know how you go out to the restaurant, be like, where's mom and Jean? I'd be like, Jean, that was slow. <laughs> You don't never have to mention that. I'm just. I just be the biggest hater. So y'all that have moms that date, inbox me, tell me how you deal with that, cause I don't like that. Yeah. I can't. I I can't. Like you I don't know have my, to worry. I'm I know good. that people say you you know mom got life too. I get that, but still I'm living it. I'm we living don't it approve. I'm good. She's ours. Okay. So <laughs> the question they asked you, mom, the breakout star of the podcast. I'm not. Why did you name? Tiffany Lotus Blossom. Well, <clears throat> it's about to be. I'm going to be quick. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm feeling with you just with me. That's why. Tell Listen me that you wallet. need to be. I'm going to try to say it briefly because they've been uh, roasting me about talking too long. Because, baby, you take. I'm going to say Okay. Okay, let me hurry up. Because I'm on a time thing, y'all. Time me. And then ring the bell when you want me to I'm stop, okay? Look. Okay. Now look, you used to look at me. Yeah. You look at me so I can shut up. Everybody, look at me and I'll shut up. They not looking at us though. They in this. I want to cut this off, y'all. They have on Sunday football. Okay. This is how. This is why. Break and it's real brief. I, I actually mentioned it in the yeah. podcast about it. Yeah. And I did throw it in there. I said it was spiritual, and I thought that would kind of explain it a little bit. But they the want reason more is, information. Right. <laughs> the reason is, and it's even on my phone. When the phone rings, it says my angel. And it has her name, but then I changed name. it. I, I didn't change it. I added Lotus yeah. uh, <clears throat> Flower to it. So it's my angel, Lotus Flower. <clears throat> yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> Wait, this tell you. You okay, got a long name, too. And you do, too. We all got long oh, but names. Oh, y'all got nice names. Yeah, I saw mine. 
You saw your auntie Cory? Yeah, it was like, oh my goodness. <laughs> Can you explain that? Are like you explaining her why is my name? I'll oh explain yours next. Okay. Oh my God. He's telling her. He's, he's playing. Well, anyway. Lotus Flower. You the homeless boy. With the, <laughs> which is silly, y'all. The fuck? <laughs> it came yeah. from. Um, I'm hungry. It okay. came from. Um, it was spiritual. So I started calling her that. But I said, why am I calling her Lotus uh, Flower? So I went and looked it up and found out what a lotus flower was. And then I looked it up spiritually as well. So you can do that. A lotus uh, flower is, <clears throat> it's, a, it's, it's, they laughing. Oh, Jesus. Like that's, we're podcasting. Come on, you guys. Why are you? No, okay, okay, okay. Why are you rubbing on the car? What are you doing? I got, I got a pause what are you for you. What are you doing? Why are you rubbing on the car? It's, it's a focus. Okay, oh, because okay. we it's were just focus. listening to mom yeah. and then we got to look over there and I wanted to see something. Okay, go ahead. You got to be in tune. See, he's in tune because I said it was spiritual. So y'all need to get in y'all spiritual place okay, as well. Oh. Well, anyway. Mama stay. Fell in my spirit to call her uh, Lotus Flower. Yeah. So I looked it up naturally. I looked it up spiritually as well. And actually what it means is <clears throat> it's a, a Lotus Flower is a flower that you cannot see. It's hidden. Mm. And it's a prophetic and spiritual. Okay. It's hidden. And the more I studied it, I knew why the spirit told, uh, fell in my spirit to call her that. Right. It's hidden. And you can only see this flower you can only find it along the like the river, and it's uh, the river that has mud. And if you look along the river, and you'll see something when it starts to bloom and come up, it peeks out under a uh, mud. Yeah. And then when it starts to blossom, you can see it, and it's in the most peculiar place. How did a flower grow in all this mud? <clears throat> so to me, it's spiritual and prophetic because uh, because of my daughter's testimony in her life. She was always hidden as a jewel, like a flower. And one day, when she started to blossom, <laughs> like a flower. Right, we listened to which you. Which is a lotus flower. Just did a lotus flower pose. So that's what, yeah. Somebody's over here modeling dancing. They're doing the, <laughs> they're doing the flower springing up out of the mud. Well, anyway. Well, when, yeah, go ahead. If you look at that, that's why I called her that, because I was supposed to. And that's her life. She came from a dark place, and she's sprouting up to be this beautiful flower. And actually, the flower is pink. If you go study it, it's pink. Wow. And so, that's why. I hope that we answered that question for you. I hope um, I answered I hope it for she you. answered that for you. I hope I wasn't too long. We had a pause there where we had to have a laughing moment. <laughs> we didn't have these breaks with laughing moments. So I'm, I apologize no. for that, and I hope I hope I explained it. I think you did. I okay. think you did. Uh -huh. Um. Literally, everybody hitting me up and said, what in the heck is Lotus Blossom? And I'm like, oh, my God. I knew everybody was going to do that. Yeah. For a minute, this guy was calling me Lotus Blossom in my inbox. I said, see, this oh, is God. what I'm saying. But it's spiritual, though. It's not carnal. Okay, so this question is for the entire family. Uh-huh. Well, okay. I probably should answer the one they sent me, right, first. Yes, yes ma'am. Okay. Yes, so this guy asked me, first, do I have a problem with being in a relationship and why am I single? Okay. okay, to answer your question, I don't have a problem with being in a relationship. What was the other half? I don't have a problem. And why am I single? I uh, <clears throat> I think that um, I think that everybody has like their season and their time for stuff. 
And sometimes it's your season to be by yourself. And sometimes it's your season to mingle and date. And then it's your season where you're just married and that's it. Mm-hmm. So I think that I'm just enjoying my season right now of being single. That does not mean I don't have a special person that I care about. It just means that I'm single. And that's why. Okay. <laughs> All right. So <clears throat> this question is for the whole family. They said, do you, how do you guys deal with the regrets in your life? And it was a lady that sent this and she elaborated. And I remember what she said. She said, because she's having a hard time with getting over things that she has done and been through and she doesn't really know how to just move forward because we all been through different things and sometimes people they let what happened to them or what they did they just can't seem to get that past so she wants to know how do we cope with that because we all have a past but when you when you keep waking up every morning you got to keep moving forward you know getting out the bed and having the will to live so Anybody can start off answering that. Just how do you deal with the regrets that you had in your life? Like, how do you deal with it? And dealing means manage. Like, how do you manage that? So if you can answer that in that sense, like, what methods you use to help? help. So anybody could go start with that. <clears throat> I think first you have to recognize something that you uh, feel you either fell short on or something that disappointed you in life or some type of disappointment. Recognize it. Mm-hmm. And you know, realize what you did wrong, or what happened to you, or yeah, <clears throat> what direction you were taking, and then develop a relationship with God. Right. So first thing you have to do is acknowledge. That's that's the level one. You acknowledge what's going on, mm-hmm. and after you acknowledge it, get a relationship with God, and He will help you. Yeah. Move forward. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it, it can be a regret. It can be a pastime. It could be, you can regret smoking a cigarette. You yeah. know, you can re- regret a vacation. It's a lot of things you can regret, but the biggest mm-hmm. thing is moving forward. And I think with God asking for forgiveness and prayer, yeah. it's like the best solid way. Yeah. Because we, our flesh is not strong enough to handle mm-hmm. misfortune. You right and, about uh, that one. <laughs> you right about that one. So I would say that first thing you have to you have to know that we are in we are imperfect. That means that we are exactly. going to make mistakes. We are not going to do everything right. Even when we are you know, living our life with good intentions, we still are going to stumble and make mistakes. So the first thing that you have to do mm-hmm. is forgive yourself for whatever you did that's causing you regret. Yeah, and, and, and you have to move forward because. Time doesn't go backwards. You can't go back and and, and, and do things a different way. You can only move forward. Mm-hmm. Learn from your mistake. If you harm somebody, you can go back and apologize. Mm-hmm. Doesn't mean that they're going to accept it, but you can't make the effort to apologize to anybody yeah. you've done something wrong to. Yeah. But you, you can't beat yourself up about it. You just have to yeah. find a way to move forward and forgive yourself. Once you forgive yourself, you should be able to move forward. Now saying saying that is easy to say. Doing it is another thing. Yeah. So my brother did speak about um, the spiritual side of it. I don't know if you are a person that is in touch with your spiritual side. Mm-hmm. That would help if you have a if you have a side to you that's you know rooted in spirituality. Mm-hmm. You definitely can lean on that part to uh, help you get over your regrets. Good. 
Mom, well, I, I like that. I like both things. I like both of your. Uh, I think we answering answer. you. Good, good, good feed, good feedback. Yeah, they, <laughs> they pretty much said it. Um, I can just add to, yeah. to that. Uh, first of all, since uh, she acknowledged that she's struggling, and I'm gonna, uh, because it's my job, I'm gonna pray for her. Yeah. When I think about, you know, mm -hmm. the question, you know, think about her, I'm gonna pray for her because it is a struggle. It's hard, and the enemy makes things harder. Yeah. For you. Yeah. Because it's like it's played over in your mind. One thing about our mind is we can't forget what we've done. If we've done it good, if we've done bad. The bad is always raised up in our mind because it's rehearsed over and over. <clears throat> and because we regret that we did something or we didn't like the way we handled something or we had a bad relationship or a bad outcome of something and wish we had done it differently, we have to just stop, our, silence our mind. Mm -hmm. And I believe silencing your mind with, with prayer is the best way. Because prayer, what it does, it strengthens you in an area where you're so weak in. Because we are so weak. And mm -hmm. without prayer, and prayer is connecting to God. Um, and I hope that you are a believer. And if you're not, then um, find, like my daughter said in her podcast when she started, find your path. But my path is God. So that's the way I cope with things. Because we all been through things, some tragic things, some things we... Sometimes you be going along, you don't even remember it, then it pop up one day. You be like, wow, you want right. that to go away. But we have mm -hmm. a mind. That's in our long-term memory, I correct? Yeah. It's in that long-term memory. It's not going anywhere. So, therefore, we have to keep moving forward. Mm -hmm. That's why they say leave the past behind. That's even in your mind. We have to leave the past behind because the past always want. excuse me, excuse me. The yeah. past always wants to hold <laughs> us suspended. Can you imagine being stuck in your past? Yeah, I can write a movie in my head about my past, mm -hmm. and if I stay there, I'm not gonna move forward. No, you so don't. if you keep moving forward and uh, keep going, the past is just to be the past. That's why it's called the past. You mm -hmm. passed it already; it's gone. It's back there. What you worried about is forward, future, forward mm -hmm. and future. It's an F. Forward and future, yeah. both of them. The past mm -hmm. is back there. Forward is forward. It's in front of you. It's it's the thing that you're focusing on. Mm -hmm. And I hope you are a believer because this is, my, this is my way. I know we're not experts or anything because we have this platform with my daughter. We're able to answer questions. I, and, I, and I feel grateful and blessed that you guys are asking us questions yeah. like we're really somebody. But we are somebody in God's eyes. I am somebody. Right, I am somebody. <laughs> but I thank God for that. I'm going to pray for you. And yeah. I pray that you keep moving forward. And when the past try to drag you back there, you got to say, I always say the devil is a liar. Because yeah. I have thoughts. I say, where that thought come from? The devil from? is a liar. The devil is a liar. And you keep yeah. moving forward with God. Bless you. I would say, that, that was good, Mom. I, mm -hmm. All you guys were good. I would just mm -hmm. say, mm -hmm. everybody, I agree with everybody, um, how to deal deal with regret because I feel like that there's methods to, to, to dealing with stuff. Like we deal with, mm -hmm. you know, everything else. You can mm -hmm. pray. Mm-hmm. If you are a believer, you can meditate, you can go exercise, you can go to therapy, mm -hmm. you can journal, mm -hmm. you can do different little things. A lot of times, too, an idle mind is devil's workshop. I've heard that's like a saying. It's not in the Bible. It's a saying. Oh, yes. Sometimes if you sit back true. idle long <laughs> enough, because I know when I get idled, yes. my mind go 50, 50 ways. And it's just like, what am I thinking about? Sometimes yes. when you're idle... That's the perfect time for everything that you regretted or things that you're dealing with. They pop right in your spirit. Yeah. And you're sitting there and you're dwelling on like all these things that you've done. So keeping busy, 
is a, is a good thing too. And reading the word of God is really good. It's an app, the Bible app, and it has like devotions on there. And if you start off your morning with that, it'll help. And listening mm-hmm. to some great music too. Sometimes mm-hmm. you got to just put music on and just dance. I swear it helps. When I was going through a real bad time back in 2020, I literally just put on music and I danced. Like I didn't even think about anything else. I didn't think about anything bad or anything good. I just zoned out. Sometimes you have to zone out into a positive thing and make and create a positive atmosphere for yourself. Right. And sometimes too, you may have to cut off people that choose to keep holding you to your past right. or holding you to the regret. Mm-hmm. Some people will love to keep telling you, you know, you hurt me, right? right. And they'll just keep saying that to be 20, but you know, you hurt me, right? right. Remember you hurt me? Right. Like you, you know, people hold you in prison. You can't let people hold you in prison. Sometimes right. if you yeah. meet people like that, you have to cut, yeah. they cut them off because yeah. they'll just keep holding you. I remember when someone did something really bad to me. Every time him and I got on the phone, no matter what we were talking about, I always end up saying, remember when you did that yeah. to me? I just felt mm-hmm. like I'm going to always let this N.I.G.G. know that he did yeah, this and to me. Yeah, that was messing you up. It was messing me up. Yeah, and we ended up fighting. And then we ended up hanging up on each other. Mm-hmm. And I'm holding him in prison because I want him to feel this over and over again. Jesus. And that's how regret yeah. is. It wants yeah. you to just keep... You know you messed up. You know you did that wrong. Yeah. You know you did this. You wasn't near enough. No, 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 no. Once you ask God to forgive you, like my brother said, repent. Yeah. And if you if you can, go make the wrongs right, okay? Because one thing I've learned, once I've said I'm sorry, yeah. and once you decide that you don't forgive me or you mm-hmm. don't accept it. or you do, I am free. Yeah. So if you walk around 20 years mad at yeah. me because I forgot to put the cups back into the cabinet, <laughs> then be mad at me about that. I'm right. going to live my life and be happy because I'm not going to be bound by it. Because what I did, I did the right thing. I asked for your forgiveness. Yeah. I asked you to forgive me. Right. And whenever yeah. you decide to be free on your end to forgive me yeah. or to whatever, then we're good. But other than that, I'm not going to walk around bound. So if it's somebody that you wronged, they wronged you, you have to kind of like just look at it that way. Because other than that, you're just going to be miserable and die. And that's just how it is. That's what the enemy wants. You You can die while still living. You know that, right? You don't have to die yeah. physically. Yeah. You can be dead while you're walking around with all this breath in your body and still die. You're still yeah. just dead inside. You don't want to become that way. Right. Okay, so I hope we answered your question. I am um, piggyback on that. Yeah. When you were talking about yourself, something that you did. Yeah. Anthony, we all was having a little discussion and... Mm-hmm. I never forget what your brother uh, said. Anthony said, "Oh yeah, he told it's me just like too. stabbing yourself. See if you got stabbing a wound, the wound and the wound, wound heals up. Yeah, and, and you just go. keep every time you go back, you stab yourself in that wound. Yeah, just keep stabbing. Mm-hmm. And I thought that was so powerful. Yeah, and I said that is, and that was your season you was going through, and God was giving you, uh, everybody encouraged you, and yeah. you was praying, and God yeah. brought you out. But yeah." That's like stabbing a knife. You keep opening that same wound open, open. Yeah. Up. Just keep stabbing. Deeper, deeper and deeper. deeper. Every time deeper. you open it back deeper. up. Deeper and deeper. Wow. That was powerful. And that is a sign right there when you do that and you're not healed. You're not whole. Not healed. If you keep, you ever meet people and the first thing they do, they go back like 30 years about something happened 30 years ago. You're like, yeah. dang, you still, that mess, you that still mad? Say, I took the cookies off the job. Yeah, I remember what you did 30 years ago, but can't see the good things you're doing right now. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh yeah. That's and that's like impossible. Yeah. They're blinded by what you did 30 years ago. Yeah. <laughs> they can't, they refuse to see the good. Yeah. Yeah. And I have learned, like, in my life now, I've gotten this attitude where I'm learning, but I got a little bit. I do not care. I do not care. Like, your opinion 
cannot be my primary focus on right. how I see myself. Right. Like if you think Tiff is a liar, if you think Tiff is ugly, if you think Tiff is 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 uh, whatever you think, I can't let your opinion shape like how right. I see myself. And that's what yeah. it comes for to shape. Like because it, it make you then you walking around like yeah, oompa loompa or something. Yeah, you can't because because <laughs> that's where Satan lives. Yeah, Satan lives in that place. You exactly. Know? And, a lot of people don't see it. Their conversation is satanic. They have a satanic All conversation, a satanic thought. All so the time. they always mm-hmm. come. Like when you ever see a snake, the first thing you do is it spills its tongue, right? So that's like yeah. that's like a conversation. Somebody come with the venom. A mm-hmm. bad conversation. The first thing you thing. see is a tongue. Yeah. Stop spitting venom on so me. So when people talking, you see their tongue. The same <laughs> yeah. thing with a snake. You see that Maybe. venom. That's right. Yeah. And so, but with good conversation, the first thing you see, you see a smile. You feel the warmth of spirit. You feel, yeah. the, you feel the warmth of comfort. Right. Of, they call of, it now vibes. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. shit between brother and brother or sister yeah. and sister or sister yes. and brother. You yeah. Know. Good vibes. You know, you, good spirits. You, you feel you in good company. Yeah. You feel it. It's chemical flowing energy. Yes. yes. Not seen, but it's there. But it's there. And that's it's the unseen the thing. Yeah. That's the help that helps everybody. The enemy don't want us to he always wants us to be at each other. Yeah. You look better than me. I look better than you. You got yeah. more than me. I got more than you. And I think that people don't even job, realize baby. they call it vibes now. Yeah. But it's 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 spirit. vibes really is just spirit. spirit. Like yeah, spirit. I like people think you stupid. Like I know Bad when vibes. the vibe is off. Yeah. Some people it's the sad though, they don't know. And I know when well me personally when I meet somebody, I don't care who they are, my spirit does two things. Yeah. And when my spirit does that left thing, I just use it as a metaphor left, something wrong with you. See, it's levels. You know, <laughs> yeah. haven't been, see, you went through some levels, right? Yeah. yeah. Most people, I have to learn this too, they haven't yeah. been through the levels. No. See, yeah. it's, so you went through levels in your life based on sacrifice, based on uh, mm-hmm. uh, disappointment, based on elevation. So yeah. it's levels in life that we go through. Some yeah. people are still at that level of, let me see how I can tear this person down. Because that's Satan. Oh, that's yeah. bottom, right? Oh, so some people live there. They live there, and yeah. They don't, even, bottom they don't even realize that they live in bottom that feeders. level zero. Zero. Even, Ground have, zero. Yeah, they live in and they that's walk why around they can't and articulate. eat, breathe air, drink water, they do everything everybody else do. Yeah. Right. But they still on that zero level. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. Once you've been through stuff, good and bad, mm-hmm. yeah. it's like a level. Yeah, it's like yeah, you know, it's like climbing a ladder. You yeah. ever seen like word kindergarten? Right, that's a German word for like people starting school is called kindergarten, but that's kind of a garden because your mind yeah. at that level is kind of a garden because it's True. most impressionable, right? Yeah. So, but when mm-hmm. you get through with the kindergarten, uh-huh. the teacher gives you a slip here. Uh, you mm-hmm. know, you go to another level now. You go to the first grade. This is your teacher right. now. You move forward. You move forward. Right? Move so, when your mind is kind of a garden, most people ain't garden, ain't been watered. Ooh. There's nothing in their mind. No. But, but the stuff that Satan the left stuff. there, born in the sin. Yeah, we were born in the sin and shaping it in the So you have to graduate these levels. You have to. And you see people all the time, it's sad. It's still right there. It's still right there. It's still right there. It's like the guy standing on the corner corner drinking whiskey. He's going to be there every day. He can't get past past that level. That level didn't trap him. He the master at that level, though. He's a master at that level. Yeah. Yeah. But he can't go nowhere else. He's going to be there tomorrow, too. Yeah. They're gonna have a second one. Let's do a part three now. See, I can already picture it. <laughs> but oh my god, that's so good. That's so yeah, good what you said. Good. That's good. So good. Mm-hmm. Cause like I was gonna say, like, so I know when I meet somebody, I know. Yeah. And yeah. and and for a long time I used to always be like, What is that? 
And I believe it developed from being in ministry. It developed like, I don't care what you tell me. I don't care what you do. I see you. And it, and it, it made me compassionate, too, because I'm aware enough to know that people see me, too. Yeah. Like, sometimes people, so people be like, they see everybody. Like, so I know people see me, too. They, 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 and they, I know who see, see me. I know who see me. I know who don't see me. Uh-huh. I'm like, I see you. And so I know people, like, the bad spirit I already know. Like, I already know like, I'm going that and way. disguise it and try yeah. to laugh it up. And, and then what I used to do when I was younger, I used to try to be the, um, the patcher upper is what I call it. I know you got like all these things wrong with you, but I'm gonna come cap and save you. I'm gonna try to be Tiffany and come help you and save you. And that got me into trouble with a lot of times trying to piece people's lives back together and make yes. them whole because that's not my job to do that. Like, right. I, God is the one that can make you whole. I can give yeah. advice, I can love you, right. but I can't get down in there with you and then end up messing up myself. Yeah. And I almost got myself really messed up trying to do that for somebody, trying to, it's okay, it's okay. But you you yeah. can't always do that. You have to be strong. You have to be to strong enough. Strong I was enough a, I was a, like a kid then, and yeah. I'm trying to yeah. Because you that. can walk into the den and get <laughs> okay. down there. Something with funny. You want to <laughs> reply on that? You good? No, I'm good. Okay. So now the thing they asked us, what is our what is if we have any our best childhood memories? And I thought this was funny because, because I know you we got a lot of childhood memories. So what is our best childhood memories that we got as kids? So Mala, you go first. You got one. Oh, you. <laughs> I'm older, so I have to think a little. Okay, you go ahead and think guys. a little longer. Do you? I have to. Y'all, I have to sit back and think about what's my whip. best childhood Nick memory. Nick already got his ready. <laughs> yeah, what's my best childhood memory? He got yours ready. <laughs> Lord, I gotta be like, I'm 62. I remember, like, <laughs> I remember when I started school. Okay. The first day of school, school went on strike. Yes, Lord, I remember the poor thing. Like, was it so excited to come to school. Like, what? What? I was so excited I to go to. Remember? Wait. First day of school, the teachers went on strike. Yep. So what happened? Like to, I, had to, I came home. He was so excited. Wasn't no more school. I had excited. my new little Kmart outfit on. He was on. so excited. Oh, you know, I had my new little pants on. I felt so sorry for him. Oh, sorry my for him. God. Because he was one that wanted to go. Yeah, I wanted to go. Kmart? Really? I had my Kmart outfit on. I was <laughs> fresh, man. It might have been Kingsway back then. I don't know. It was Kmart. It was Kmart. 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 What is Kingsway? That was another lesson line at Kmart. That was a lesson line like shopping Oh, no. I didn't know what street. Was. I'm a thing. You know, I, you don't know he nothing was, about the business. Excited. Of he was excited. Wow. And, and contracts. I didn't know what was going on. They said teachers on strike. I'm like, what is strike? <laughs> oh, like, they stay on strike. Baseball? Oh, oh they, stayed on, they stayed on strike a long time that year really? when you, he went to school. Well, yes. Well, you were just chilling at the house with mom. Two, three months, like yeah, that's a long yeah, time. And the reason why he was excited, I'm going to jump in and let you go back. He was excited because his older brother was going to school and he could not wait to go. You know how the younger child looking at the older one? Yeah. He walked before Lawrence. Lawrence took his time walking. He's the oldest. So the youngest <laughs> child always be walk before the yeah. oldest because he walked at 10 months. Because mm-hmm. he saw Lawrence walking around. So everything he did, he wanted to do. If he, everything you can do, I can do yeah. better. I can they, do everything better. Yes, I can do That's why he was so excited. And it was really sad. Way back, right there. Yeah, he, I would. I didn't think he was gonna say that one. Okay, yeah. so who else got a childhood? We gonna let Mama go last because Mom got to think about I that. Think. I'm trying. Okay, I have several good childhood memories. Lawrence still was, trying to think. Look, all his was good. He can't pick. That's why. Yeah, look, because he, was the, he was, was good. the first he was grandchild, the child, on, the first both grandchild on both sides. On my dad's side and my mom's Spoiled side. Spoiled to death. Calendar baby and everything. 
Mm-hmm. He was the Famous. calendar Famous. baby when he was a, a baby. So he was Y'all all know I'm not the favorite, right? Okay. Uh, okay, let me see. All what my the favorite. Ch- <laughs> now I'm looking at you, look at me, and you're looking at her. We both know that. Yeah. Okay. Um, let me see. Don't forget the thing you wanted to say too, Anthony, that you wanted to bring up. Oh, yeah. Because it's, okay. I, you know, the time go by so fast. <laughs> oh, yes. Okay, so um, my favorite childhood memory, I have several. She was oh, Queen man. Tiffany. She was another one that was spoiled. I would have to say the year I got my Barbie Corvette, my daddy made sure I had my Corvette. And so <laughs> to say, I that was like <laughs> my favorite memory. I thought I was the boss in that little Corvette and it, it just, and you know what, y'all, let me tell y'all what they did to me. So, oh, Lord. You had to charge the battery up all the time, right, to drive. That's how it was. It was so sweet. So I had got older and I couldn't even fit in the thing anymore, right? But it still was at the house. So I come out my room one summer <laughs> afternoon oh, and my mom and dad are on the porch and I come outside and what do I see, y'all? What do I see? <laughs> they didn't gave my Barbie car to the little girls across the street. They was having a Barbie take. I see, I see my car, but I'm like, that can't be my car. And they having a ball. It's like three of them. It was this guy and his daughters. And I'm looking like, I turned, I said, did you get in my Barbie car? Now, I wasn't using that and using like three years. And my dad said, yeah, we gave it to him. Look at that. Enjoying it. You don't, you can't fit in that thing anymore. I was like, y'all should have asked me first. Y'all give my stuff away. When I tell you, I was so mad. I was mad at both of them. I was supposed to be a fine memory. But it's a good one though. I had to throw that in. I was mad. My second, my second memory was when they bought me a portable basketball rim. Because I told y'all in the last episode, I wanted to be Don State like I thought I was going to be a basketball player. So, she played pretty good. I wish to whip her every day, though. I had to, had to show her the ropes. I don't, play. I don't know how I feel I don't to be whipped. That, but go ahead. Okay, so I got to hurry up. I'm going to go ahead and let you do because it's real out of time. God, this time does not wait. Mm-hmm. Me and my producer have to figure out how to make the time go fat, uh, slower. Okay. Yeah. Go ahead, so I'm just going to say that's like my mm-hmm. one. So go ahead with yours. I don't want to hold up time. It's very hard to pick. I know. I had a lot oh, of them, too. Mine's going to be short. <laughs> so I t- short. I just picked ones with with um mm-hmm. with our father. Okay. So <clears throat> my father showed us how to do just about everything. He showed us how to work with our hands. So mm-hmm. somebody had a go kart or something. They was riding up the street. Probably maybe about seven years old or something like that. So we wanted a go kart. So mm-hmm. we said it to him, and then next thing you know, he came home one day. I guess from the hardware store, he had some lumber, he had some wheels, mm-hmm. and uh, you remember this, Anthony? Oh yeah, I remember. And we, uh, he made us a go kart. He let us help. Um, yeah. Him throwing the football with us when he was used to get off work. Mm-hmm. With his yeah. uniform, mailman yeah. uniform, still yeah. on. <laughs> um, that was nice. And I'll just end it with, and this one was probably, ooh, probably four or five years old. Mm-hmm. On Sundays, you know, he was a post office worker, so on Sundays they don't deliver the mail on Sundays, so he was always off. Mm-hmm. So he used to get up in the morning sometime. He did it a lot of times, and he would take me and my brother to go drive, and we would sit in his lap. Oh, he, was so small. he loved doing that. And, um, so why are you doing he that? He did that with me too. I like that. Yeah. And, um, mm-hmm. So like he would, we would go to the store, he would give us like a honey bun or no, he loves sweets. Like that, he yeah, loved sweets. Mm-hmm. He'd just be riding and then he'd let us drive. And I remember this one time, I slammed my f- 
my little foot on the gas pedal and almost ran into a dead Oh, my God. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> so, yeah, my fondest memories is just being with my, my father. That's a, those are my fondest memories. Oh, that was a good one. That was a good one. Okay, Ma. You, you got one? I have so many. It, it's I know just, it's so hard. Just, uh, um, oh, my fondest memory being, you said being a kid. They said childhood. Childhood. childhood like oh, best memory. When I was when I when I was growing up, I loved to sing and dance. So my fondest memory is being on stage. I just leave it like that. Your fondest <laughs> being on stage. Yeah, dancing. I remember that we went to the uh, place you showed me where you used I to showed sing you, at. We took a picture of my old place, St. Rose, yep. in Detroit, mm-hmm. where all the talent shows. I was in all the talent shows. We'd be dancing to James Brown, um, mm-hmm. and then we became Jackson Five. Uh, so it's oh, performing. Baby, my favorite me memories was performing. Being the Jackson Five is only three of us, three girls. We have our big Apple hat song like Jackson Five. I still don't have and an Apple hat. Michael Jack, yeah, I'm not Michael Jackson. Uh, James Brown, we danced to all his songs. I don't have one. So Nick, you have any more fun memories? Because we said to a, a lot. So I know you got more than just that one. That was oh, like yeah. your that's like your best one, yeah, right? Good, yeah, I was like the best one. That was just a fine memory of just yeah. something that was just on another level. Like uh-huh. yeah. But my childhood, all, my whole childhood was good. I enjoyed my childhood. That's good. Okay, so what did you want to say about, um, you didn't want me to let you forget. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's just these, these, these sayings, right? A, mm-hmm. lot, a lot of stuff that we say. And, I, and words have power, right? So right, yes. We have to remember that. Help and us. I was hearing somebody say the other day that they're going to fake it until they make it. Mm-hmm. And right at that moment, I thought about it. I, I thought about that real sense. hard. Yeah. And mm-hmm. the fake it till you make it, we have to dismiss that, right? Yeah. And especially for spiritual believers, right? Mm-hmm. People that believe in God, mm-hmm. because if we faking it, then we we not acknowledging what was paid for at the cross, right? So we already got the victory. Mm-hmm. Jesus already gave us the victory. So all we gotta do is walk into whatever we want to walk into. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And the success will follow. So therefore, yeah. there's no way we can fake it when we're spiritually in line with Christ. Mm-hmm. Right. So let's get rid of the fake it till we make it because we already got the victory. All we have to do is step into our purpose to go back right. on, on our first, the first podcast, uh, first part one. Mm-hmm. The purpose. So all we got to do is step into our purpose. Mm-hmm. And right. The, the, the trail is already there. Mm-hmm. And you know, yep, the way way was paid. So there's no there's no fake. Foundation was laid. We live we live in we live uh-huh. in victory. Right. We living in victory. We just mm-hmm. got to grab hold to it. We got to grab hold to it. You're right. And, I remember the first time I heard that. So we this need... podcast is canceling the term. Fake <laughs> it till you make it. Here's another one. We're canceling that. No rest for the wicked. We need to cancel that one because when you say that, you not realize I'm gonna tell them. What you're saying is. The only way that saying was uh, came to play was the people that went to hell and burned. So it's no rest for the wicked. That's why the term was made. Oh my God, who would say that though? But they don't know. That's what yeah. you just said. We say things we don't know. I found myself saying all these sayings when I became a little spiritually woke. So not the, the Bible didn't answer everything. What you say, you need and to stop when, saying. When you let, learn in the Bible that it says. The, uh, the power of is in the life and death is in the power, power of tongue. tongue. Those so that's when I started watching what I eat said. Eat the fruit of what you say. Because 
And then I learned that, wait a minute, why is why is everybody keep saying yeah. no rest for the wicked when they go home and get off work? I gotta go to another job, no rest for the wicked. Heard that and I'm like, Lord, please don't yeah, let I you say that no more. Because what you're saying is you don't know weary. what you're saying. You don't that. understand. Words have power. You yeah. don't understand. No rest for the wicked. No, no rest for the weary is okay. Yeah. But no rest for the wicked. I heard people say wicked. Because why would you call yourself, yourself wicked? wicked? Yeah. I, that's what she said it. So I saw it in a movie. Somebody just yeah. said it in a movie. I said, well, Lord, when we don't understand, we don't understand. So yeah. go ahead, back to you. Definitely back to you, Tiff. Back to Channel 5. <laughs> yes, I mean, see, I would... Back to Channel 5. Definitely <laughs> saying, like... But you was going to say, what was you saying? You said something, and you stopped, and then you said, what is that? You said... No, I was just... One of the oh, you want to know what she, that... Yes. Um, I've heard it, too. I always That's a what, saying. What, what do they talk... What, is, yeah. what are they talking about when they say that? That's a what saying when he picks up... So oh, we said it. we were canceling out... Fake no, it till you uh, make no, it. Yeah. And then you said this one too. I said no cancel this one out too because yeah. I don't like people saying that because we don't yeah. understand. A lot of stuff. I'm not smart like that either. I didn't understand a lot of, of stuff either. Learning. I'm yeah. learning as I go. And when I yeah. learn, I try to transfer it to somebody else. And if it's documented, this is what it means. I like to let somebody mm-hmm. know. Now, we picked this up from somebody else saying it. My father said or some mother, to my mother, auntie, or anybody. Somebody said something we just picked it up. We don't I really remember know. hearing "fake it till you make it." I, I heard oh, that I heard first that saying so in church. That ain't yes. that funny. I heard that saying "fake it till you make it." My first and time, a lot of I heard it in that, church that they shouldn't say. And I kind of look at "fake it till you make it." Think about the word "fake." Right, exactly. Think yeah. about the word "fake." Exactly. Wow. Like yeah. fake jewelry, just anything that's it's fake. fake. It ain't gonna last. And you gonna fake real. it till it you make real. it. That's just like saying you. It, it doesn't even make any sense. Don't do it. It's not that's say that. I'm going to deceive people until, until I make it. I'm yeah. They don't be. know. That's don't ridiculous. Know. That's deception. What you yeah, should say, what you should say is that I'm a faith it all the way. Oh, oh. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Faith oh. it. Just I'm going to have faith oh, I like to say it. all the way. Yeah, that's a new one there. We finna write that down and get that patent. You're not going to fake it. We call it patent. If you want to be successful. Have oh, whatever. Faith it till I yeah. get there. Right, right. You're gonna faith it. Faith it till I make it. F-A-I-T-H. And after I make it, I'm gonna keep faith. Faith it. I'm gonna fake it. Keep the faith. I'm not gonna fake anything. It's faking this stuff is just not cool. Like it just, it just, it does something to your spirit because when you go to bed at night, you know you fake. So stop. You know that doesn't make any sense. Like don't do that. get used to being not real. Yeah, so you gotta That's their life. Walking in victory. They think it's okay to lie when they get ready. basically what society is. Yeah. Lie when you want. Especially on Instagram. (laughs) Oh, I got to tell this story. So my friend told me before we close out. Okay, you know people would be on private jets, right? Right. All the time. Like you see them on Instagram and stuff like that, right? So I had no idea until he told me. He said, so Tiff, do you know that in L.A., you can go to a place where they have private jets. All you do is pay a couple hundred dollars, maybe maybe up to a thousand, to take pictures on the jets. He says, so you go in there and take pictures, or you get in front of the jet with your two things, like the pilot, doing it. <laughs> and you get in there, you snap with all your friends, and everybody looking at the picture like, dang, man, you see on the jet. Getting jealous for nothing. Just paid a couple hundred dollars <laughs> to take the boats, picture yachts. on the jet. Yeah, yeah. And so I didn't even think they did that with jets. So I was like, really? I didn't I didn't know that either. with boats, but I didn't know with jets. He says, so why people on Instagram looking at everybody else's life where they seem to be perfect, or, man, I got to get to that level where I can go on a jet. Yeah, some money, take some pictures to make you feel bad about themselves. And that's a form of faking it. 
That I'm not faking, faking no jet trip. I'm not getting it from. I, I'll say, stay in your own lane. I wouldn't even. I'm not taking a picture on I'm a jet if I'm not on no jet. And if me, if I want a jet, you won't know I'm on a jet. I have learned the art of privacy. If I do fly a jet, I can take a picture, but I probably won't post it. Yeah. I think that we get we in a society now where we think that if we don't post it, it's not real. If but I don't post my boo, that's that like ain't bragging. my boo. The whole I, world you know, got to see. everybody yeah. got to see that I'm in love. If I don't post, I got a new car. It's not a new car. If I don't post, I'm in LA. Then she ain't in LA. If I don't, you don't have to post anything. Some people right. choose to, and that's your business, and that's you. But everybody doesn't want to post everything about their life for approval. Because right. I think some people have gotten to the point now where they do it for approval now. It's not no more just a fun thing to post yeah, a picture. It's like a two. It's like a. It's like a start off as fun. It's like a two-edged sword. That's how Instagram started uh, sword. off. Am just I saying that right? Nice pictures, and then it turned into yeah, this turned thing now where I got more likes than you. Yeah. Oh, you True. got more followers oh, than me, and yeah. now Instagram is really like that now, where you have a blue check and followers, and you you get money for posting your pictures. And this one guy said, "I had a blue check by my name, and I was homeless." See. No one knew. It was See? this guy. That um that creates content. He's good now, but he's creates content all the time to make me laugh all the time and behind the you scenes. Don't know what nobody I had no idea that about. he was like homeless. But Instagram certified him. You know what I'm trying to say? Like he's a he's a somebody. Yeah. But in so real Instagram life he was saying like there. I was depressed, I was homeless, yeah. I was trying to find my way, and I had a blue check by my name. He was just saying all that stuff. Is not anything. It does. In life, what are you really too. doing with yourself? The Bible tells us that too. So it, a lot of y'all have to come away from always trying to prove to other people that you're special. Or prove to other people that you're worthy. Prove to other people that you're making it. Showing just, people just money and your house and stuff. Yeah, Look just, what we just got. Just make it. That's the thing. Just make it. And when you make it, encourage and help somebody else to make it. Don't yeah. do it to try just to prove somebody that. else yeah. wrong or make somebody else feel bad or whatever. That's the guess. And that's serious. People are really. Oh, okay. I forgot she was his wife. Okay. <laughs> watching, we watching through. football. What's his game called? It's called NFL football. But what's the what's the team's called? <laughs> he knew what you meant. Gonna <laughs> mess with her on this. On the LA Rams. I'm not the yeah the LA Rams. Do you know? The, uh, that's they change. They keep changing where they play at. Mm-hmm. LA Rams and Tampa Bay Bucks. I'm not a football person, but I'll sit and watch. You know, I used to watch football because Super Bowl's coming them. up. So with them, and they, are they icing out the teams? Just the to, playoffs. So this, so who you think gonna make it? Who y'all think gonna make it for we close I out? Have no idea. You know what? Neither do I. It's been up and down. Really? Okay. I don't know. Yeah. All I know is that I'm going to make my food for the Super Bowl and I'm going to watch the game like I've been watching all the time. Halftime show. Yeah, the halftime show. It's new. Kendrick Lamar. That's going to be a good halftime show. Yeah. Boy, they're going to raid the stores. So y'all go shopping and make sure we go and get all the dips and chips. Okay, so before we close, I want to thank everybody for um, all the questions. I know I didn't answer every, uh, ask, get answers for everybody. Right. Some stuff was inappropriate and some stuff. It just would took too much of the show up. I think if I asked though, we would have we would have just this whole show would have been your question. But um, by and by, um, if we do have another one, maybe we can throw in um some of your questions. But thanks y'all for listening. I told my family that once I post this, that everybody was gonna have questions and stuff like that because I have a little following. So appreciate y'all that listen to my podcast and ask questions and suggest episodes. So it's really good. So we got one minute left. What does everybody want to say before we close? Be safe. Love you. Yeah, just stay safe out here. Make sure you taking care of yourself and your families. Mm-hmm. Yep. Wear a mask, <clears throat> hand sanitizer, 
Peace and out. Try to, that's the star of the podcast. At peace out. No, I'm and, not. And, you're and the star. Love, no, I'm not. Love, so love on someone. You're, you're the and child. as Daniel, I always say, as I always say, be good to yourself. Bye. Goodbye.